0: Hey, this is M.G. from the Reset Race podcast, where we discuss race, politics, economics and reparations. We wanted to let you know that we started a Patreon. So to support us over there, please go to www.patreon.com slash Reset Network. Again, www.patreon.com slash Reset Network. Thanks. We'll see you over there.
1: Race, you're now tuned in the reset race. Uh, uh. You're listening to reset race, you're now tuned in the reset race. Why? Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them, put them back on the grill. Reset race, Ados need reparations to make America make great. America great. Uh, you're tuned in the reset race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No, you're listening to reset race. Before we start our justice claim, we know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in to reset race. You'll find out who really done justice and really who we fake. On the edge, go back to U.S. Southern plantations. Penny is Jim Crow with mass incarceration, redlining, lynchings. We are old from this nation. You're not about justice if you ain't for reparations M.G. the wise one, cousin mother intellectuals. Samantha bringing fire and top black. We pressing you. No permanent friends and no permanent enemies. The backbone of the country. The way you need our energy. You gon' see listening the reset Race. you now tuned in the reset race uh uh you listening the reset Race. you now tuned in the reset race uh put them back on the grill again we grilling them put them back on the grill again we grilling them put them back on the grill again we grilling them. grill <laughs> back on the grill again we grilling them. uh You're listening to Reset Race. Adolphs need reparations to make America great. great. Uh, You're tuned in to Reset Race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. You're listening to Reset Race. We focused on our justice plan. We know what is at stake. Uh, You're tuned in to Reset Race. You'll find out we're really about justice and really who fake.
0: Welcome to Reset Race. I'm Michael Graham from Actifly Press. And here on on Reset Race, we talk about all kinds of stuff, but mainly we talk about politics and how politics impact black people, specifically those of us descended from chattel slavery, because we're the most neglected in the damn country. As far as policy is concerned, people love to talk about us and talk to us, but nobody wants to repair us or remedy our concerns. That's, you know, we talk about that all the time. But today, Today we have a, we have a special guest, uh, Mr. Ty Harper. He's going to introduce himself. He's uh, he's doing a whole lot of stuff in the fight for reparations, and uh, he's going to tell you he's going to tell you what it is. Ty, introduce yourself to the peoples.
2: Hi, everybody. My name is Ty Harper. I'm out here in New Jersey. Um, I came out of ADOs, um, like many of us did before the um, the big breakup that broke everything down. So basically, the great schism we continue to move. Yeah, the great schism. We basically continue to move forward. Um, I'm the president of the um, Black Citizens Caucus of Jersey City, soon to be the Black Citizens Caucus of Northern New Jersey. I'm one of the co-founders of the Society of Freedmen. I'm also um, in the National Association of Freedmen in New Jersey. And I do a couple of rooms um, every week on um, an app known as Clubhouse and, of course, the new Black-owned app known as Fanbase. Two o'clock on Tuesdays on Clubhouse. Two o'clock on Thursdays on Fanbase. Actify Press is a part of that, and I'm happy to be here. And we're just talking about certain things we're doing, making moves politically, not just sitting around stamping, stamping off feet and holding up signs or dancing around a pool for an atrocity. I'm, we'll talk about that later, um, okay? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> but, um, that's who we have. That's what we do. Um, my my biggest thing is these are serious times, and we need serious people to work and take mm-hmm. action. And um, unfortunately, there's not enough serious people. So we decided um, years ago like um, that we were going to get out here, do full-on activism, and do what we needed to do. I don't consider what I do activism. I consider what I do necessary. So that's the difference between me and many um, other people. And the people that I work with are all serious, just like the people here on Actify Press. You have to put out the information. We have to be anchored in data. And you have to understand what you're up against before you decide what you're going to do. If you don't know what you're up against, um, let's be honest—you're pretty much just flailing in the wind, and you're not going to be effective. Thank you for having me on, Brown. All my people. Thank you.
3: Not a
0: problem. Not a problem. So now we had our guest. We have uh, Khaleesi here. She's going to introduce said- herself real quick.
4: Well, Sam? yes, yes, yes. You can call me the. You can call me the Khaleesi. Thanks to John. so you can find me on twitter from time to time at me 17 trillion um what else where am I at these days I've decided to skate patch and I still enjoy doing this and having fun so I'm looking forward to today today should be a decent video especially because like it's not a terrible video by Jordan. And we spend so much time talking about what we don't like. So at least we'll be able to point out a couple of good things. And actually see a lot of progression in his work. So looking forward to today. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't really do any other social media. And to be honest, I'll probably be off of social media completely within another six months to a year. Because that shit's boring. <laughs> I'll talk to you. But okay, so next up, what you got, John?
3: Yeah, what's going on there, everybody? It's John C. Average American Negro. Um, just happy to be here my fam. We got Ty Harper here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know Ty Harper, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's he in Jersey. But at the end of the day, like, he's he serious about what he does. Like, regardless if he disagree on certain issues, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the main goal is the, is, is the purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's my brother, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, so at the end of the day, like all my people, my brother's like, and all my people, my sister's like, but, you know, but I'm here. I'm here. And the last time like, you know, I put my Twitter handle out like that is John Danny OC. Uh, <laughs> last time we had to get, last time we had to get busy. Cause I said Medicare, for Medicare for all part eight. Hey, niggas, niggas came for me. I, lie. I got you smoke Air came and my team held me down. You so jumped on Twitter out of nowhere. You help, y'all, y'all help me down. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, we just here, we just here to have a good conversation, man. And uh, as always, I'm just happy to be here. And, you know, I mean, I don't care about that other shit. Like, I'm just really here to advocate for my people. I don't know why I'm here. MG, Sam, Mudd, they allow me to be here with them. And I'm with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they allow me to give in my space and I give them their space. And we all, we all free thinking black people. with Negroes. No doubt. People that said from slavery. From the peculiar institution. It. You heard me? So, you know, and I'm happy to be here, man. Happy to be here.
0: Good stuff,
5: John. Good stuff, John. Mud, talk to him. Last but not least, yeah, uh, they call me Mud. You can find me on social media: Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Clubhouse, all at of lineage one word. Also, Bitterdose TV. It is coming very soon. Biden just released his uh, racial wealth gap plan, and it is some bullshit. Dash. I have a lot of, I have a lot to work with. make
4: sure you use that darity video from democracy now
0: he killed him on democracy now oh we man that was an excellent interview we need to cover that one day Alright, so that's the crew for today. Um, so uh Ty, so this is what we do. We go through this video. This is only eight minutes. This should only take us about six hours. Um, we go to this video and we talk about stuff. Um, the name of this video, for those of you who are who are listening to us, the name of the video is on, of course, it's on YouTube. Biden Dodges questions on apologizing for for the for Tulsa Massacre. Let's try that again. (laughs) Biden dodges questions on apologizing for Tulsa Massacre. This is a status quo video uh, from June 2nd, 2021. So um, we, you know, we got no beef with Jordan in general. Uh, Jordan doesn't seem to be a reparationist. He does say he's pro reparations. But I guess he 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 talks
4: about reparations in this little piece. He does say he's Hmm. pro reparations. Him and I did get into it on Twitter
6: during the election when he
4: was like, oh, black people are voting for Biden because he's lying to them. And I was like, but black people didn't vote for Bernie because he was against reparations. So like Mm -hmm. if y'all would have pushed y'all candidate. Mm -hmm
0: yep so we—I we, guess uh, I haven't seen a video. Of, of course, obviously, I never do my homework. If <laughs> anybody knew me from school, you would understand how that goes. So, how, you say, is, nigga, how, nigga, how
3: you? How you allowed me to do your homework, nigga? Like, how the fuck <laughs> is you do? Excuse me, John. My
4: job wasn't to pick
6: the video. <laughs> <laughs> he That's bad, John.
4: How you know? How you know? Throw stones? You didn't do your job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you mean? I got a job.
3: I got a whole other job. I got. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet the whole video. Be quiet. Wear up. You right though. You uh, right.
4: I, I'm not saying that it's a. It's that I have an issue with the fact. I'm just saying you don't get to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I
3: can't,
4: I can't, what you mean, like, this is what
3: I do, this is the, I talk shit, but you know what, <laughs> Man, I talk shit, you know I what, by the end of the day, all right, just be I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to take a nap, I'm going to take a nap right now, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take a nap, you're right, sis, Khaleesi, hold it down, I'm going to take a nap.
0: <laughs> All right. So for those of you who haven't been here before, what we do, we listen to the video, and I'll stop. Well, one of us will choose. We'll say we'll scream stop, and we'll discuss something. And from what Sam has told us, this is a pretty decent video. So we're probably we're probably not going to jump on Jordan because Jordan is a good dude, in my opinion. Jordan is a good dude. He does a lot of good stuff. So we'll, we'll keep riding. All right, let's yeah, go, we Sam. We should point
4: out some of the good things because he managed to say black. You know
0: that was mm-hmm. good because you know Jordan likes to say black and brown a lot, so he managed
4: to say mm-hmm.
0: black. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. like a nervous frequently. tick with Jordan. I'm surprised started twitching and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So Ty, you are a guest, so you can you can you can call stop anytime you want to and talk about what they talking about, and uh we talk shit here. Um, we we do use foul language on occasion. Um, so feel free talk your talk, but you know I, don't don't stoop to our level.
2: I, I don't use foul language. You know that I, I'm an optioned mm-hmm. citizen. Okay, I don't use yeah.
3: Style of course,
2: language.
0: absolutely, absolutely. Because you're from Jersey City. That's what that's that, nigga, yeah. man,
2: that
3: nigga. That
2: nigga. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I, I, I said that with a straight face. I love that. I get. you.
7: All right. All right, Sam, let's ride, baby. Okay, let's
0: get it.
4: Ugh, where's my play button?
7: There we go. I stream on Sunday on the Tulsa massacre, which was one of the biggest race massacres in American history. Uh, so Biden went there today. Biden, who you know created the crime bill, uh, helped push militarized weaponry to police departments, uh, helped incentivize more prisons being built through the crime bill for uh, black people to be housed in. Uh, Palled around with segregationist Strom Thurmond during the 1970s. Um, So this is what Biden, this is who Biden is. He's the one going down to Tulsa to mark the 100 year anniversary of the Tulsa massacre, uh, which was, you know, they call said was Black Wall Street. Well, guess what? Uh, Let me show you this story. Uh, When asked point blank, you know, should he apologize maybe uh, for uh, the, the Tulsa massacre, he dodged uh, Joe Biden on Tuesday, dodged questions about whether there should be a presidential apology for the 1921 Tulsa race massacre as the survivors demand reparations. Biden didn't respond uh, to shouted questions as he toured the Greenwood Cultural Center, examining an exhibition exhibition on the massacre that left around 300 dead. You're right. It was a massacre, Biden says, as he walked around uh, the center. The exhibit contained black and white historical photos and newspaper pages related to the massacre. There was a large painting depicting people walking down a street with their hands in the air. A poster reads, Remembering Black Wall Street. After the tour, Biden went to meet with three living survivors, Hugh Van Ellis Sr., Leslie Beddingfield Randall, and Viola Fletcher, ages 101 to 107. Biden's silence on the apology came after the White House declined to say if Biden supported reparations for victims of the Tulsa massacre after a star-studded anniversary memorial was canceled over the issue.
4: Before Jordan goes further, I want to take this moment just to bring up the fact that, you know, one of the first things that people say to us when we talk about reparations for black Americans is, well, nobody who that happened to is alive now. And we literally have three fucking survivors from the Tulsa massacre still sitting here living and breathing and demanding reparations for their families before they die. And they're still saying, nah, we don't want to do it. So it's not about people being alive or not. It's about black Americans who descend from child slavery. Y'all got anything before I place
0: uh, you Yeah. Um, yeah. I got some.
4: Let Ty Go, go first. ahead,
0: Ty. Go ahead, Ty. Um, you a guest.
2: What, um, Everybody is also glossing over, and I understand because this is a very, very, very hot-button subject, is that there are not only three elders that are alive, but those three elders were, um, met their um, sl- um, relatives who were slaves. Remember the year of the Tulsa mm. Massacre, okay? That happened Please. in the early 1900s, okay? That means that they would have met their grandmothers, um, grandfathers, who would have been my great-grandparents, great- Okay. Who would have likely, most likely, have been born in as infant slaves? So mm-hmm. they would have met slaves also, okay? Yeah. And they were part mm-hmm. of the um, they were part of the generation that had to live and suffer through the Black Codes, Jim Crow, and watching our veterans be slaughtered and hung in their uniforms if they came from overseas fighting in World War One. They they were they were from fighting and um, defeating the Kaiser and the Germans in World War One. They come home and they're lynched in their uniform. You know, are being, being proud enough to wear their uniforms and show their medals. So keep that in mind. This is not about I, I, we debunk that talking point all the time. Don't we, Michael? We do. Indeed. The talking point, Indeed. when they say none of y'all have met slaves, I'm like, well, um, I met my great grandparents and they were born as infant slaves. I'm like, number two, all slavery did not end in 1965. There were, uh, there were places and cities in the South, okay, where people were never told that slavery ended and they weren't freed until the 1960s. So and,
4: that is And there's a yeah. YouTube video, you can YouTube uh, what is it? The was it The Slave, was it The Slave Detective on Vice. And there's a mm-hmm. man who tells a story of his family being held in captivity mm-hmm. to the late 1950s, and his mother being raped in the 40s, and he also talks about like an uncle being murdered for trying to leave. All of this was yeah. happening 40s and 50s
0: mm-hmm. and the whole town was right. in on it and the whole town was in on it including right. law enforcement right. including mm-hmm. including clergy including local companies all including individuals everybody was in on it
8: my dad, the whole family was here against their will if you did leave they either come get you or have somebody kill you or whatever whatever jerry dawson he lived around the same place we lived at home he left,
5: they went and got him, brought him back, carried right down there from his house, killed him, hung him up in a tree, castorized him and hung him up right from his house where his children,
8: everybody could see him. I'm pretty sure in 55, 56, when this happened.
0: Most of us think that the end of the Civil War in 1865 closed the chapter on slavery in the American South. But that's far from the truth. I'm sorry, go ahead. Mm -hmm.
2: Thank you. I'll I'll just finish up with this. I just have um, one more quick point. When they talk about um, there was nobody alive, there was nothing more than a talking point that was easily debunked. It's not about they care if anybody was alive or not. They're trying to revise history and they're trying to escape it. They're trying to make pretend that it did not happen or they're trying to minimize it. The slavery deniers come in two forms. Those who deny it completely that it um, actually happened and those who say, it wasn't as bad as you think. So mm-hmm. you get to think of like Tom Cotton. when he says, everybody in the United States of America was um, mm-hmm. included in the democracy. I'm like, including people that were not considered people. They were considered chattel. Uh, they were considered property being whipped, tortured, and abused at any given time. So you mm-hmm. can't say America's a democracy. America's never been a democracy. It was a country that was built on Native American genocide to steal their land and black slavery in order to fill the land for them. So America was never a democracy. America is a democratic republic. We haven't experienced mm-hmm. democracy at any point in the fourth and in two years we've been here, including today. So yeah. let's keep that in mind. Uh, I'm sorry. Go go for it, sisters and brothers.
4: No, you're on point. Thank you, Ty. That was really good.
2: All uh,
0: right. I'm going to play off both those comments from Sam and Ty. Um, for, so there are four things that live beyond lifetimes, because everybody says, I don't, nobody met a person, nobody knows a person who owned a slave, nobody met a slave, all this other bullshit that just got debunked right here in your face. Four things, states, institutions, poverty, and wealth. These things last through generations, right? So all four of those things were in place starting in 1776 and they're in place now all right so all the wealth that was gained that we carry <laughs> is still in the system those things are out of balance and the state and institutions are should be fixing these issues that is their responsibility okay so state meaning the united states meaning a country not just a state within the country so that's something i want I, people need to keep in mind so with that said big john talk to us
3: yeah man yeah like, time was yeah yeah I'm here. You, you got, got thing, john? yeah man no uh, nah like uh with this whole thing is you feeling as far as like you don't know nobody that's a slave and I think that Jordan, is, Jordan. His what, what he was doing, doing when he was doing what he was doing, he was doing all this shit on Flint and all this, like when it came down to the water crisis, he went to numerous Black communities across the country. Like, so he was going to places where there were high Black populations, and we all know it's a high Black population. Niggas is probably poor. No, no, niggas is, niggas is definitely poor. So he was seeing this up close. Like so he, he, I seen him in Detroit. I seen him go to LA, I seen him go to uh, Flint. So like his leftist type shit, like was like clean the world up. He like, yo, this is, he's seeing the systemic. So like his mind state is different now. Cause you, when you see it up close, it changes your whole mind frame. When you live mm-hmm. with it up close, it changes your mind frame. So I feel like a lot of these white leftists, they, they don't be up close with it like that. Let's be get our brains blown out by the police. They didn't want to come mm-hmm. to our city, then leave. This nigga was coming cause niggas ain't drinking no clean water. And I'm from a place where even when I was a child, Talking about you, talking about the '90s, the early night, the late, the mid, the late '90s, or the early 2000s, where you know what I mean, niggas' moms would be like, "Yo, don't drink, don't dr- don't drink out the water fountain when you go to school," you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like real shit, like telling mm-hmm. children, like, "Yo, don't drink out that; is, is going to make you sick," and they like seven, he'd be like seven years old, so they, it's been like that. Like, but I feel like that's why his mind state is more, maybe more different because. Due to his journalism, he had the beat. and he's seen the spectrum. He'd been across the country to numerous black communities and seen like these things is all fucked up. He went to West Virginia. He went to the poor whites too, and he's seen mm-hmm. the difference. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's why I'm happy that he's coming to his senses now. Like, and it's crazy to see that he's talking like this, though. You know what I mean? So,
0: mm-hmm. like I gotta say, no doubt, no doubt.
5: Mud, what you got, man? i don't really don't have much because y'all was preaching um i just want to add on that you know we don't even have to go back to tulsa like to find you know serious atrocities because like a lot of us our parents our grandparents you know they live through segregation exactly so, so it's it, like honestly we're, we're past the point of people coming at us with excuses about this stuff because I mean it there really isn't a good argument against not like doing it. Like I mean, it all it all is like real I don't know, it's like intellectually dishonest.
0: Indeed. That's a good that's that's a good way to frame it. Intellectually dishonest.
5: You good, Mutt? Yeah, I'm good. Let's let's go ahead right and right.
4: Rock it
7: out. Cool. All right, keep it pushing.
4: Cool, cool, cool. All
7: right. Literally. President of the United States can't say, yes, I as the president apologize for one of the biggest race massacres in American history. This is ridiculous. It is obscene. But Biden's FDR, the New York Times is. But Biden's FDR, CNN tells us. But Biden's FDR, Washington Post tells us. But I, I, is FDR bad. didn't fuck with us either.
4: But, and that's the part that I was going to pause for, which I guess we can kind of go over. I wish I would have invited Edie for this section. Even though Edie, Edie is a big FDR fan, but will 100% break down how racist the shit was towards black people. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't miss, she doesn't miss that piece. Mm-hmm. So she's like, let's do those kind of things for everybody. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, but, but where he, kept ta- where he keeps talking about FDR, like, Biden could still be FDR because FDR didn't care about black people. His wife cared more about black people. Somebody even talked about that in the comment section. But yeah, no, he didn't really care about us. Like um, racists worked, Northern and Southern racists worked together to carve black people out of the New Deal in a real Mm -hmm. way. And poor whites, because y'all got fucked because y'all were farm workers too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that was on purpose. Go ahead, anybody, yep. real quick, because yep. he's gonna go. He's he's not really going to go deep into the FDR thing. So anybody got any other
2: comments about FDR and the New Deal? Mm, I'm we, good. Like, we'll
4: run off with that.
2: Well, I, ca- I only have one thing to say about FDR and the New Deal. Um, if everybody looks at how they're trying to call it the Green New Deal and um, they're talking about the Rescue Act and the pandemic, um, I, I want everybody to go to com- congress.gov, okay? I kid you not. I want you to go there and I want you to pull up the Rescue Act, okay? And I want you to see where they say that, oh, um, the the, the um, Congressional Black Caucus of all people, uh, we have no political representation in this country if you're a Native Black American. Let's be honest about that, okay? But they're Sex. talking about all the great things Biden did, and they're pointing out the um, the Rescue Act. First mm-hmm. and foremost, if you look at the Rescue Act, you go in and you do a search and you pull up the Rescue Act, okay? If you go to the markup session, right, you will see that they had three sessions where they specifically removed black Americans from it. They left but, in Pacific Islanders. Okay. They left in Asians, they left in Latinos, but they specifically removed us. But now we're trying to tell us all the bill is for us. And the second point and the last point I'll make in that is they actually sent out a list of Biden's accomplishments when they actually said, um, you put out um, $5 billion for black farmers and, um, and uh, for the pandemic recovery,
8: but that was I'm people of color.
2: Well, no, but I'm also going to point out that the Black Farmers Association of America has actually filed a lawsuit in federal court because they have not received dime one of that $5 billion. It wasn't wow. specifically for black farmers. It was for all farmers and it's almost gone and they haven't received a dime and they're suing for that. So wow. these people, it's not just a congressional black caucus. It's not just the Republicans. It's the Democrats. The Republicans, oh, yeah. Republicans and Democrats perhaps are two wings on the same white supremacist bird that's been using economic genocide for the last um, 156 years to starve us out, lock us out. And they're finally on the, um, on the brink of erasing us completely. That's all I have.
5: Facts. John, you got anything? Yeah. I just wanted to say like, it's crazy that Ty said that because we all know what they're going to do. As far as like these midterms go is use that bill and try to tell us, that they did something for us, therefore we should vote for them. Uh, mm-hmm.
4: I, you know what? I'm I'm like these I'm like these fucking right wing nuts. I'm not voting for no more Democrats. Uh, until you until
0: y'all you show me something to vote for i'm not voting for you facts yeah it is what it is it is what it is i mean like I'm not i voting mean for nobody who ain't got
4: shit for me
0: go ahead mg exactly i and i don't you know i i didn't have anything to say that damn time bring it up shit but uh <laughs>
1: but, you're
0: welcome uh, <laughs> um but i don't know if tie, but if if it's going to be mentioned here uh because i didn't do homework i apologize but Biden said, don't even think he said there movement on reparations is not gonna happen.
4: Yeah, I think he brings it up in the video.
0: Um, broad reparations, not just for Tulsa, right? So now here we are. Um he said nothing's gonna happen. So now where the Negro liberals talking about Biden's doing everything he can for us. Where are they? Right. Where are the, the, the folks on Clubhouse the folks on Twitter talking about vote blue no matter who? Right. And we get we put the man in office, not not us. Most of us didn't vote for him, but um, the, the man got black folks put the man in office, put another Democrat in office with our votes. And again, here we are. And we haven't gotten shit for it. nothing specific for us and for, for the people who listen to this show. Don't think we deserve anything specific. Fuck you. Turn it off. You ain't got no. You got no business in us, really. So I just wanted to uh, oh, bring no, that.
4: MG, MG, you know I gotta come in and say how I like to say it. Go Fuck ahead. your kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <Mama>. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck them
6: kids. Fuck the kids. Yeah.
4: Fucking grandbaby yes. that may have one day.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: You made it sound
0: sad. Uh, <laughs> shit, <man. laughs> uh, 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 sorry, our guest Ty Harper was not was not uh was was not does not reflect the feelings of of us hero he, <laughs> he, <right>?
3: <laughs> he does not reflect the feelings of reset. he was not, not his consulted
0: history. about all, our our
3: ratchet bullshit. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> he does, he he, he was, was in the show, not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But no, he All was in right. show to this shit. He t- his views is his own views, and he came on to the show to, st- to state his <laughs> views. <laughs> right. You know mm-hmm. All right, exactly. you got anything yeah. for
4: us, John, before we cue this back
3: up? Yeah, because you know they brought up FDR, so you know I got to go get him. Mm-hmm. You know I, get get I got to get him out of here with this bullshit, like real shit. Get like him. Because the thing about it, you see that? You see? Because ho- Jordan is still holding on to this... Um, this leftist view, this it feel me like in this still class reduction kind of a little bit like. somebody my Joe Biden is not FDR. You feel me? The next FDR. You feel me? Like real shit, but he can't never be FDR. But you feel me? Like, and you're talking about black issues, we are like, yo, fuck FDR, nigga. That nigga, <laughs> like what? Like the army was still segregated during World War II. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You feel me? It was Jim Crow. The height of Jim Crow. The motherfucker, his wife. Because I'm not gonna lie, I think I don't want no disrespect to Eleanor Roosevelt. she wrote. She was ugly as a motherfucker. I'm not gonna Ooh. lie to you. She ugly, she, she was ugly as cash shit. But, but she was a white woman though that, that really was like, I right. feel like she was the one playing in these social justice areas like as the mm-hmm. as the motherfucking first lady and the FDR could just feel me like niggas getting lynched. I don't want tell me like niggas and they come out with this other bill. And so like, of course, you feel me like when Sam said that Joe Biden could be the next FDR, of course he can. All you got to do is just bring a big-ass class reductionist policy. <laughs> of course, he, he can, mm-hmm. but the thing about it, he really is a neoliberal, so he won't. So, like, it's, it's it's all fucked up. Everybody all confused, but we not confused. We know at the end of the day, we lose. If Joe Biden does this shit, if Bernie Sanders does this shit, without civic policy that's directed directly towards us, we lose. We, it, for me, like, we're going to lose, like, so, you know what I mean? Like, so... I, but I'm happy that Jordan was talking about this shit the way that he's talking about it. Because I ain't never seen a white lefty talk about black people with issues like this. Like oh, this, that. No, this, is the best Jordan,
4: this is the best Jordan has ever done. And every time people start crying about Joe Biden, I just want to insert the Denny Green video. That was him, right? They were who we thought they were.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's why we call him a Crow Joe. You thought we called him Joe Crow Joe for no reason? Here we go. Tosa massacre. It's I get, three survivors left, you know saying that they won't give them any money. They was like, yo, me want no hundred thousand dollars. Like you killed our whole family. It's the, the hundred three years old. Like you better give me my millions. Like he mm-hmm. was like no. They still was like the Democrats was like, I don't want nothing to do with three Negroes that came from the Tosa massacre. this shit is fucking disgusting. Bernie Sanders is probably with that shit too. Because if, they, if yeah. they pay
4: them, they gotta pay us. Exactly. It's a domino. And all these other groups are trying to line up to salivate. But y'all motherfuckers got to make your own cases because at the end of the day, y'all chose to be here. You weren't forced here in chains and you didn't build this country from scratch. So very few of y'all really have any kind of justice claims. And it's going to be real hard to prove them because unlike us Negroes who we don't have a bunch of people who have immigrated in on us, like Darity said, less than 10 percent of black people are immigrants. <clears throat> Unlike the Chinese, who the Chinese who were getting fucked up by white supremacy and they were burning down their houses and killing their people, that's why they have Chinatown. Those are a small group. They got so many new migrants that then came in on them. They got to go through a lot of paperwork to find their shit. Like our shit is pretty structured. Like me, I know where my people come from. I know where everywhere my family comes from in the south. It ain't hard to find my folks. <laughs> so. Go ahead, guys. Y'all got anything for this before I shut this shit off? But yep. But that's it. Y'all ain't still in our justice claim. Give us our money. And everybody else, y'all better get out here and get y'all scholars and economists together and figure out how you're gonna work your own justice claim because you're not gonna attach to mine.
0: Bet. All right, that's look, I'm not yeah. I'm not
4: upset with anybody else getting their money.
0: Yeah, get but your you're mind, not boom, gonna boom. tag
4: on the mind. so you better get your own people together, get your shit together. Go ahead. Angie. Don't
0: tag on the mind and don't shit on us to get yours, like these, like the AAPI folks did. They shit on us to get theirs. Just be real about it. But you know, it is real, what that's it is. Mainly
4: the Chinese. Let's let's really be real.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's the true. Chinese they fight. are the
4: ones that are pushing that shit more than anybody else. And they're funding the Proud Boys
0: us. in the meantime.
4: Exactly. The Japanese are fucking with us with, on reparations. Like, they're actually doing something, actually standing up for us. And then Chinese, on the other hand, are over here backing white supremacist groups. So.
0: yep, yeah, absolutely.
4: I just like to mm-hmm. call a spade a spade. So since we know shoot, it's shoot down the, Chinese, action, in the, the, out, out in the west, let's call them by their names.
0: Welcome. Cool. <laughs> All
7: right. Moving on. Let's get it. <laughs> This is why, you know, during the campaign, when people like Puff Daddy or P. Diddy, whatever his name is, and other black leaders were saying, uh, "What are you actually going to give us?" We need to I'm a white person, so I'm not telling black people how to think. But if you remember, black leaders, pop culture, music, um, were saying, uh, yeah, no, The days of just automatically giving us our vote, giving you our vote, uh, and you coming to churches during election time but doing Jack shit when you're in office, those are over."
4: Do you do you remember? Do you does anybody remember them talking to Justin Bieber about what the white community, what the young white community wanted for the election?
3: I don't remember that no. shit. That happened.
4: No, um, no. um. Oh. Okay. No, that didn't happen. Who else? Who? who, who, who give me some white artists. Who, who's yeah, Who? Well, Justin
2: the, we Well, Justin Bieber's Canadian. I don't see why they would talk to him. He's oh not yeah.
4: Justin right. like, no, <laughs> oh, Dominican, and they talked to her about black issues. So why not? God
0: damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shania Twain, that's what. <laughs> right. What up, Selena? Like, who
3: the fuck was there? Like, the DiCaprio? <laughs> they call
4: him. Yeah, there they, we well, go. Mm. But you know, like I know some people. I know John Cusack and them had like some had some thoughts. But I remember like Joe Biden sitting down with John Cusack and talk to him and shit. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. when did like John Cusack had a lot to say? Deborah Messing had a lot to say during this past election. Yeah. What's some other white people, but you understand? I am saying, why weren't they deemed leaders of the white community? They were celebrities who had a lot to say, but they were never deemed leaders of the white community.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm just pointing that out. I'm sorry, I know. I'm being Go ahead, you good, you good. See, well, it's true.
2: You, well, you have to understand the history of that, okay? It's mm-hmm. the only way to really control masses, okay, that at any given time could become volatile and turn against you. We're only 13.4 percent of this country, but that means that there's about 34 million of um, 34 million of, um, of us in this country okay it would only take less than a mil- about just about a million of us to destroy the economy of this country so badly that it will be irreversible Keep that in mind okay you that's what they were afraid of they're afraid of pissing the masses off so bad so back in the days when they used to have menstrual shows and things like that, they would say, hey, well, listen to what San Cook has to say. Listen to what this person has to say. Listen to what this person has to say. They would always use a black athlete or a black entertainer and then call them a leader in the black community, although they never fought for any policy, didn't really understand politics. Mm-hmm. Some of them never even read a book on politics. But that's what we're looking for. What actually started to change and turn that for a moment was when Muhammad Ali. Actually, then Cassius Clay, now, now Muhammad Ali, started to speak up and speak on. Black issues, and he was already one of the greatest athletes in history. And when he was in his prime, okay, but he was he he actually spoke up on our issues in this country, he spoke up for the in a way that they couldn't, um, they didn't know what to do with. And they tried everything in their power to destroy him, they couldn't. At the end of the day, it took Parkinson's disease to take the brother out. That's how strong he was. So keep that mm-hmm. in mind. So when we talk about um, people like P. Diddy and things like that, this comes again back in the 80s when now I'm hip hop. Was coming on the scene, and um, there were actually more positive records than you have right now. You have what's called trap music right now. Okay, why, why would you mm-hmm. call something trap music like trap house? You know what I'm saying? They're trying to bastardize it. Nobody's saying some of the music isn't good, but the name trap music just says uh, as much as it is, as much as you can think about right there, because we're talking about the same racist tropes, the same racist propaganda and narratives they were putting out in 1776. They're putting out today, and they're doing it visually now. That's what the video age has done. So when you talk about people like Diddy, okay, you talk about people like Jay-Z, they made their money bastardizing the music and putting out narratives into the Freedmen American Negro community that actually were negative. Okay. Hey, you need to get all the girls you can. Hey, you ain't got to claim no baby. If you become a father, hey, I was a drug dealer. You could be a drug dealer too. It ain't all ain't nothing about school. It ain't about the study. It's all about the money. You know, that's what they put out. And then they start trying to use these people to talk for us. Also, when you say P Diddy is a leader, I'm like, when did P Diddy become a leader? P Diddy could not probably with those stupid voter could...
4: die shirts.
2: Yeah, all these <laughs> people to voting, have people twerking on stage on his Revolt TV instead of having real honest conversation. He is not a leader. None of these people are a leader. A leader is somebody who has political office or who does enough activism work oh, um, that they're um, cha- they're looking to change the community transformatively. Okay the William Sandy Doherty and his wife, Kristen Mullen, mm-hmm. those are black leaders, okay? Let's call it out. Let's call it what it is, okay? Those are black leaders today. These are the type of people that will talk and speak out.
6: Facts.
2: Facts, okay? So, we, um, like I said, the actual leaders in the black community are people that you see on um, online or yep. you hear talking all the time, but you don't really see out there, out there, out there. Marlon Watkins in Chicago, that's a black leader. You know what I'm trying to say? You uh, have to talk mm-hmm. about people that are real leaders. We have people that could be real leaders like Nina Turner. And I'm going to say this like this right here and now. She needs to stop being so scattered and pick a side. She's on the fence too much. You're either fighting for our people or you're fighting for everybody else. Full stop.
3: Miss Scarlet.
2: Ariana yeah, Presley.
8: Like, right, like I'm losing
3: it to you, bro. Not, that's
8: why I forgot. I forgot. I forgot
3: that you reminded me real quick. I said, Oh shit, this is that's what I heard. I forgot. Let him know, bro. Let him know. God, yeah, yeah. There he is. I forgot. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about
5: oh shit? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah,
2: bro. yeah, you forgot, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Arianna Presley put out a tweet over the um, the last 48 hours talking about reparations are old and we need to fight for it. But she spent most of the Corey time, Bush too. Yeah, Corey Bush. Okay, they spent most yeah, of the people, time. Why they wh- gonna
4: pitch whole people of color? Go ahead, Ty. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't like yeah. Tiana. She phoned.
2: Right. Go ahead. But that's the problem that we're talking about. The so-called squad. Okay, even Jamal Bowman out here in New York. Okay, we actually had a set up a meeting with them um, when we were still Ados. Um, Ados out here, and he, um, his staff got, um, got us a meeting. He called. He, he texted us and gave us a meeting. And then he texted back, say, "Oh, I'm sorry. We'll have to meet another time. Maybe um, another time before the election." Another. Haven't heard from that man since. Cory, oh, I... uh, uh, that's right. Now you talk about um Cory Booker out here in New Jersey, John. Okay, you know how long we've been trying Don't to look. Okay, <laughs> we as the Freedmen Assembly out here, as the Assembly the NAASD, which is a Freedmen's organization. Also, um, I'm the representative here in uh, in New Jersey. We actually had a meeting with his staff a month ago. Okay. We had a productive meeting and then all of a sudden they say, well, if you're talking about reparations and um, all these things to the community, like, yes, have you reached out to InCobra because they're the one that's working on that? I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't vote InCobra into office. We voted Cory Booker into office. Why the hell are you putting, you're sending us to a private organization that nobody agrees with. They don't interact with our people and um, we really don't care to talk to us. Why would I talk to them? I didn't vote them into office. Do I need to vote someone else into office to talk?
4: Oh, I know they government. didn't like that.
2: No, they didn't like that. And th- then they said, okay. they said, okay. They've been designated to squash
0: this talk. That's their job, to the squash this reparations talk. So that's Basically, why you supposed so. to talk to him. <laughs> like
2: I said, he didn't meet with us personally. He met with his two most senior advisors. Meeting with that man personally is like trying to nail jell to the wall. And that's the problem. Okay? And I'm not trying to say anything um, derogatory about the senator, mm-hmm. but he is not out here enough in the community. He's not out here speaking to us. He's not out here fighting for us like he did when he was the mayor of uh, Newark, New Jersey. It seems like once you get that Senate or that congressional badge on your lapel, all your agendas and everything changes. OK, but so and quick to use scary. that civil
4: rights story about how his family got that house when he was running for president.
2: We mm-hmm. see you, bro. Yep, Yeah. Well, we, uh, we really knew he wasn't going to make president, OK? Like yep. I said, we see rights through you. But like I said, don't be afraid yeah, of to call your personality stuff. of a rutabaga.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, don't be afraid to call your people. That's what I'm saying. Like, remember the HR40 call that actually put out to get um, at least one change and a couple of concessions on HR40. We got that because we got out. We put a call to action with our people. We called their offices. We emailed them. We sent them letters. We were merciless all the way up to the day of the markup. You have to hold mm-hmm. these people accountable in ways they're not comfortable with, and we don't have to use white rage like they did in the Capitol. Okay. I tell people, like, you know, what white, you know what white rage looks like? I tell people, I say, look at Tulsa, Oklahoma. That look is white the,
4: rage. I think, right. I'm glad you said that, because I thought you were about to say the Capitol, and I was like, not enough people died, and not enough shit got burnt down. So I'm glad yeah. that you yeah. went.
2: That's right. That's so what I'm telling you. White rage is Tulsa, Oklahoma. White rage is all of the hangings of Black men around the country. And by the way, right. Black men were raped by them also. We'll get into yeah. that later. Yeah. Some of them are mm-hmm. by the It's Rosewood.
4: Also. It's Colfax. Yeah, no it's
2: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. fucking yeah. It's
4: Wilmington. All it. over, it's,
0: all over the all yeah, over like the country. Just
4: keep going. There's something. Mm-hmm. It's Elaine, Arkansas. Are so it's mm-hmm. oh my Duel, God, North it's
2: Carolina.
4: Mm-hmm. What?
2: But you you know what mm-hmm. the biggest identification of white rage was? The Civil War. The Confederacy was white rage personified. Remember that.
4: Oh wait. All right. And on that note, I'm going to let George absolutely speak more white, white
0: rage and they, and the source of their rage was keeping us in chains.
4: <laughs> that mm-hmm. was far. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. No, nah, I was just going to say with that one, let's keep it pushing because that was good.
2: That
4: was really good.
7: I, I, and Biden, frankly, the reason he got in, the reason he won was because of black people coming out in Atlanta, which won in Georgia, which because of black people coming out in Detroit, won in Michigan because of black people coming out in Milwaukee, one in Wisconsin, because of black people coming out in Philadelphia. Yet, what is he doing for black people? What is he doing about the, I don't even call it police brutality anymore, police terrorism. We've, okay, the Department of Justice is opening some investigations. You saw Andrew Brown was wrongly shot to death on body camera. You have a police cover up going on in Louisiana Uh, about Ronald Green, and he wants to give more money to police departments under the guise of reform. But he won't apologize as the president for one of the biggest race massacres in American history. What does that say to you? What does that say to you that the Democratic president who ran on restoring the soul of America would not simply say, of course, America owes black people an apology, what does it say to you that this man, and by the way, shame on Bernie and other progressives who weren't for reparations, doesn't believe? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What? Hey, what? Hey,
8: what?
2: Hey, what?
8: Hey, Did hey, he just call hey.
2: Bernie Sanders? Hey, what? Hey, uh, hey. what? He just say, I'm going to buy a
6: status T-shirt. Cool what? Hey, yeah. That's
3: that's crazy to the motherfucker, ain't it? that's a breakthrough. It's crazy. That's crazy. Man. Damn. Yeah, yeah let I him finish. Right? Let him let, 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 let
4: Jordan cook. Let him cook. He had to be immersed for years. Cause years. this progression is really this year. This progression is different. Because he was yeah. pissing me off. I stopped watching him for a minute. He mm-hmm. started getting on my nerves. But I see oh, I stopped watching I see, all the, of them. I see the progression in him though just in the past two years. And really,
0: in the past six months,
4: like, this is a different kind of dude right now. So, mm-hmm. all right. Let's let him rock some more.
5: No, 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 go ahead, yeah. Coy, mud. Mud, what you got, mud? Yeah, I was going to say, I, at first, I was, like, a little pissed off because he said, uh, oh, an apology. And I was like, apology? Motherfucker, what about the reparations? But then he came through and said it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey. Hey.
4: Cuz those are the steps, right? You get a formal apology, uh-huh. blah blah blah, like there's steps to the shit, right? They don't just be like here's some money.
2: But why Let's- would they actually the ex- why is anybody expecting Joe Biden to apologize? He's nicknamed Jim Crow Joe for a reason. He was mentored by Strom Thurman, one of the <laughs> biggest and most well-known segregationists in American history. He went to the funeral of a former um, grand wizard of the KKK. Which means the man has KKK ties. We already know that Trump's father was a card-carrying member of the KKK. Okay. Uh huh. Um, okay, but now we know now that Jim Biden has ties to the um, to the KKK. Biden does. Okay. This is the man that authored the '94 crime bill. With the um, chief of staff in his office was the one of the, the one that helped him um, write it. We know that mm-hmm. he helped. Um, he helped write and push through the um, war on drugs. Okay. He has been involved mm-hmm. in every crime bill legislation since so 1976. Okay,
6: mm-hmm.
2: let's keep that in mind. And the um, AAPI, the anti-Asian um, hey, um <laughs> anti-Asian hate crime bill, is his greatest crime bill because he claims that it's for everyone, but it says Asian over 26 times in the bill. Exactly. But it doesn't say anything about us. That's what Black people. I'm like, really, because they they're telling lies, saying that we're the ones that are perpetrating the um perpetrating the crime. But the yeah. Department of Justice and the FBI statistics show that ninety percent of the crimes um, reported <laughs> against Asians are white people, specifically white males, are getting most of them. We only yeah. account for what four percent of the crimes, and most of the crimes are, m- are mostly calling slurs or shunning. It's yeah, not really. sixty-eight percent,
4: Ty. Sixty-eight percent of these so-called hate crimes are verbal abuse, verbal. Yeah, sixty-eight. Or shunning.
2: Yeah, when I, I saw like, what the hell does shunning mean? I'm like, oh, I forgot Jim Crow. They will destroy our businesses and our communities and force us to go and and shop at their stores during the daytime. But we have to be the hell out of town downtown by nightfall. This is what they're trying to do. This is his greatest masterpiece. He just threw rocks and tried to hide his hands. Okay, And once again, we're not blaming all Asians. The Japanese representatives in Congress have come out forcefully in support. Of our reparations claim yep, and yep. our justice plan, so this yep. is not all Asians.
4: Mm-hmm. No, I, we're mainly—I'm mainly talking about the Chinese because we know that they were funding the Proud Boys. They're the ones that have mainly been pushing against um, against the affirmative action and everything else. It's mainly been the Chinese. It has not been the whole community.
2: That's a mm-hmm. fact. Like I said, we have issues with the Chinese, and we definitely have issues with the Koreans, but. The Japanese, we really don't have any real issues with. Um, the ties, we really don't have any issues with. Okay, I can people that
4: Filipinos, we can go through the list of all the groups we ain't got but no issues with. Well, the- that's the same it- thing it- with the Latinos, right? It's like lump everybody together so we can make their groups look as big as Black Americans. Because if you start actually, because Black American is a nationality, it's we are an ethnic group. So if you start breaking us down into like a nationality, ethnic group, you start breaking Mexicans into a group, El Salvadorians into a group, Chinese, Japanese, Guadalajara, whatever. You start breaking everybody down like that. Even if you do that with white people, it goes Germans. And then I think black Americans are number two. Yep. So. For the you biggest are group. correct. Yeah, for the biggest group. So that's why they keep lumping everybody together. They lump everybody together so Joe Biden can say bullshit like the Latinos are going to be the majority by 2046. And you're going to mm-hmm. have to learn how to get along with the Hispanics. The fuck?
0: Yep. And the response to that is which Latinos? Which Latinos <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what we talking about right wing Cubans <laughs> or we talking about left wing Puerto Ricans? <laughs> what are we talking about? Exactly.
6: Who are we
0: talking mm-hmm. about? Mm hmm. Yeah. It, it's. Yeah, I, I think part of the problem is Americans have a very paltry understanding of race, ethnicity, and nationality mm. um, and caste, very paltry understanding and it's taken advantage of. And, you know, us as black folks, we kind of played into it too. Everybody who's black is black. and We love everybody black and every, we bet no, for we everybody black a, a, to win. everybody
4: who's not white is oppressed and we need to protect mm-hmm. them. Let's go, let's go yeah. deeper.
0: That's true. That's true. We so busy trying to take care of everybody else. Everybody else come here and shit on us. Mm. We don't
4: let everybody non-white come in and, and stomp on us and tell us that we ain't shit and to go fuck ourselves. But then when something happens, they are like, well, you should stand up with us because you're oppressed too. And we're all the same. No, 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 mm. no, no. Because the shit get real in America. Let's just say that non-Americans had the black American 1920s experience where they were coming through burning towns and hanging folks. Y'all motherfuckers would go home. We don't have nowhere to go. We would still be here fighting or running in this goddamn country like we've always been. Mm-hmm. Y'all would run the fuck up out here and go home. Yep. That's it.
0: Yep. Tis what it is.
5: All you right, family. Mug, you be quiet, That's man. You got something on I that or you want went. to keep riding? Huh? Um, Let's keep riding, but go ahead, yes, on. right. Um, we we've been you know mm-hmm. basically at war this whole time and no one has uh accepted us as refugees so period
6: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yo you cuz you ain't lying that's Sex. crazy like that's crazy if this mm-hmm. was if this is another foreign country like they look at that that's crazy to the motherfucker like this is why this You're is, like, why, this is why people get mad at me because
4: like I understand what you're talking about in your country, but I'm telling you, this is happening to my people right here in this country and Mm -hmm. no one gives a fuck. And no one's doing anything for us to help us. And we built this motherfucker. So why should I care? Like you came here, you got a better life, but my people still struggling and you don't give a fuck. So you are not even on my team. So why do I want people to come here and not be on my team? So then we're going to fight together. Y'all can stay home. Or when you come here, you fight on your own. You don't get to use none of the Black struggle, which we have built 400 years plus of capital in this country with blood, sweat, and actually doing fucking work. We built this bitch. So Mm -hmm. it is what it is. That's all I got to say about that. I'm sorry. I be in my old moods Anybody else, or should we go back to Jordan? It's real.
0: I mean, we uh, that's what we do here. Let's go back to Jordan.
7: And by the way, shame on Bernie and other progressives who weren't for reparations. Doesn't believe that the living victims of Tulsa massacre are owed reparations? Well, why would he believe that if he doesn't think the Native Americans are owed reparations? You know, a lot of people... Yes, we're uh, going
4: pa- to pause. I got to pause I'm not going to go too far. But... Um, Jordan you have to do better Native Americans are not seeking reparations Native Americans are sovereign they have treaties they most of them would like for their own treaties to be upheld outside of that I don't know too much because it's not my issue but there has been people who have said when you talk about reparations for Native Americans you are you're basically ignoring their sovereignty and that's a no-no
8: Anybody yeah,
0: else? yeah, no, no. I mean, it's this is again Americans are very, I mean, just like it's just like geography, we are horrible at ethnicity and race and nationality and stuff. All right, let's go.
4: Okay, cool.
2: Well, I'll speak oh, on dude. that later, but she this comes
4: the from for the banana memo. Oh, yeah, for sure.
7: Good definitely, for sure. definitely.
4: Yeah, all right, I'm gonna let him go somewhere. more.
7: She's so, talking about our friend like Marianne. We've been talking about how it's just being billion. normalized, uh, pushed out nonsense about Marianne Williams. Doesn't matter if she wasn't your cup of tea. She was the strongest on reparations. So, like we've been talking about how it's just being normalized that millions of people are going to be thrown into the streets and evicted in a few weeks, it's now the president won't, apolog- won't apologize for the biggest bloody massacre, not the biggest, but one of the most horrific massacres in American history, but he's, but the democratic party coming around midterms is going to be catering, pushing the message to black people. Ooh, we got Trump out. Ooh, Marjorie Taylor green. Oh, you know, let's finish the job. Keep us in the house. Keep us in the Senate. What are they doing for black people? Nothing, nothing. Is Biden actively pushing the pro act, which would, uh, revitalize unions or help revitalize unions in this country? No, it's not doing jack shit to push the PRO Act through. Biden going to overthrow the filibuster, which, by the way, Obama, his predecessor, who he loves and throws around BFF bracelets with, when Obama has said it's a relic of Jim Crow. No, he's not touching the filibuster. He's not muscling Joe uh, Joe Manchin uh, for the filibuster. Kristen cinema for the filibuster which he's the president he could muscle them uh what's he doing on police reform other than the department of justice opening up some investigations oh the fbi Um, is looking into it is he saying we need to send therapists into every police department around america which i think psychiatrists therapists social workers head-to-toe evaluations of every police officer in this country you would see probably 60 to 70 percent of their badges pulled if that were the case psychiatric evaluations um, racial bias none of that and to me this is one of the most glaring cases of a democratic politician lying to black people because he literally ran he literally ran on uh don't worry about iowa don't worry about new hampshire uh, we don't need to worry as much about getting Trump voters per se. Uh, the black, the uh, African black Americans will put me over the top. See, check black communities you. Uh, like me. They trust me. They know my record. He thinks his record is good. So he, uh, I'm reading a book right now about called lucky about how he was lucky to get in there. And it basically says he banked his whole campaign on the endorsements of black leaders and, basically taking for granted uh, the black vote. We know. He basically left after... Uh...
3: Go did, ahead. Did, did this white lefty, did this white, white quote-unquote progressive just say that black people got... Ju- like, did he just say the reason why Joe Biden is in the office, did he just acknowledge our voting power? Did yeah. he just do that? or did he, I don't know. My brain is fucked up a little bit. So I'm like, <laughs> what? I he, he didn't class reduction. Like I knew it was gonna get. The, he didn't go into class reduction yet. I'm waiting on it to do, but he didn't do it. He just acknowledged our voting power and our voting block that. And the fact that he's making a plea to these white progressives, like we have to get. He's low key signaling to them. You know how Kalikinski and them signal the white progressives, like fuck mm-hmm. niggas. He's low key signaling to the white progressives, like we got to get them. <laughs> he low key mm-hmm. like yo, I'm trying to tell you, we got to get them. Like, and that's crazy to me. This is crazy that- to me, like
0: and that's a good point john now that now that you know the democrats have officially dropped the ball on on reparations they've done what they're going to do according to joe biden this is what the president says the the democrats have done what they're going to do on reparations they're done with the issue all right we'll see what happens on juneteenth when they're talking about uh doing uh having a vote for hr 40 in the house on um but now here it comes the question is what are what is the left going to do right what are the progressives going to do are they Excuse me, I'm sorry. What are they going to do? Are they going to say, uh, look at what the Democrats aren't doing? Or are they going to pick up the mantle? That remains to be seen, right? Wait, this is progress. Don't get me wrong. This is progress. And some dude came on, came into some dude, um, here, the people's voice. The dude came on to ties, HR 40 room on Tuesday talking about um, the People's Party is tossing around reparations. Of course, I tore that up. They're not gonna do it on our terms. If they don't, and they're not talking to Sandy Darity or somebody who listens to Sandy Darity or somebody in the Friedman movement, I don't wanna hear it. Cause they're gonna and, try to give us some piecemeal bullshit.
4: And can what we, we go a step further? Cause mm-hmm. you know, we approached the People's Party. Remember, People's Party mm-hmm. was talking about they weren't interested in reparations until they did some bullshit ass vote. Kay whoopty whoopty whoo mm-hmm. yada yada yada. So mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, now that reparations is popping, you see it everywhere, you want to jump on board, fuck you. I've been calling y'all the white people's party. I don't fuck with y'all. I find mm-hmm. y'all suspect as fuck. And I stand by what I said. You know, Ryan Knight, I like some of the stuff he says and some of the stuff he said, i be like, holy hyperbole, Batman. Ah! When that dude walked away from y'all, I super give y'all the side eye.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, he was a rider for the People's Party for the he White was People's Party. He
4: was mm-hmm. a rider.
0: And yep, remember a how? Die.
4: Remember how we all mm-hmm. met was through us getting in his ass about him not talking about reparations. <laughs> that was. And true. Then, he in, <laughs> then he stepped his i t- then he stepped his game up though. You started to see more tweets and stuff. Yeah. Some kudos people to Ryan. Just Call kudos it out. Ryan. and realize like, oh, because he was like, well, I support reparations, and I wanted to hit him with the freaking Robin D'Angelo. Well, how would black people know that you support reparation? <laughs> like, like, if you ain't put, like, if I go, if I if I search your shit on Twitter and see any <laughs> tweets, like now if you go and check, you'll see like some tweets from him. But mm-hmm. back when we got on him, there would have been like two, three tweets. I looked that shit up. So he's been doing better, but like I said, fuck the people, fuck the white people's party. Y'all mm-hmm. had y'all chance. We came to you. ADOS came to y'all before that shit blew up. Cause princess Mm -hmm. and them came to the people's white people's party when they had that first fucking convention and they were letting all the people do the videos and shit. So y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked up. You didn't realize Mm -hmm. that the people you were going to need, even if it was going to be in a different movement, those people still exist and are still moving and still see it, how y'all move. So white people's party, if you want Negroes, y'all got to get on your knees. That's it.
0: It's gotta be on our terms and fuck DSA too. They got on it. They got Afro-socialist, whatever that damn account is on Twitter, had them I hate out the here. socialist
4: sh- them Yeah,
3: news, yeah. yeah. we'll, oh, we'll, we'll minutes, get man. we'll get
0: to We're them up. in a minute. We, that that's the show for all another all day. Right. We'll all get crap. to them in a little bit later. Take but it down again. Uh, yeah, but I mean, and, and, and John, you bring up a good point because again, we've talked about this before. How the left, just like the right, curates the black folks and black folks in their circles. So um, you know, if 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 people like people in these circles are saying go, you know, the Fred Hampton socialist, and we've proven uh, proven that that that, that the uh, the Black Panther Party they were reparationists. Check number three on their on their uh, uh, on their ten on their ten point plan. Check number three. He's talking directly about reparations. They even reference Jewish people's reparations. All right, so let's keep in mind that the Black Panthers was reparationist, and don't anybody who's who's repping Fred Hampton, uh, UEP UE Newton, whoever you repping from the from the uh, from the uh, uh, from the Black Panther Party,
7: if you're not talking about reparations, you bullshitting. Uh, New Hampshire skipped Nevada, went straight to South Carolina. So to me, it's I mean, again, I'm white, so I, I don't want to speak for black people, but you. You don't apologize for the Tulsa massacre. You're not doing anything substantial on police reform. Let's face it. Neither did Obama. Uh, You're not even actually condemning police officers. Uh, You're not even starting to create conversations around. uh, Look at Andrew Brown. Why for a subpoena or a search warrant did they have to come in on a truck, you know, armed to the teeth with call of duty type weaponry? And immediately after they got off the truck to serve a search warrant on Andrew Brown, they already had their guns pointed at him. That would take presidential leadership to call that out. It's not doing any of it. Yet, I'm sure MSNBC's coverage tonight, I'm sure CNN's coverage tonight, the New York Times coverage is, oh, we've really missed the days of this kind of presidential leadership. Could you imagine Trump having gone down there for this? It's pathetic. It
6: really is pathetic. You have to think okay. about
2: our elders, okay? When they talk about every since this um Jim Crow ended in sixty eight, okay, because Martin Luther King, who was one of our greatest lobbyists, people don't point that out enough, he had <laughs> to sit down in a room with Lyndon Baines Johnson, a uh, rumored uh, member. Yes, yeah, devout racist and rumored card-carrying member of the current KKK of his time. He sat down with them. St- he spoke to an honest racist face-to-face. And um, mm-hmm. as an honest Black man, okay, as an honest freedman, they knew exactly where each other stood, and they were able to hammer something out. Of course, everything gets watered down when they do it, and that's where it comes from. When you talk about how he said, like, oh, Native Americans deserve reparations, they've gotten reparations over 20 times in America. 1946,
4: including- the Indian Claims Commission. Keep going, right. Ty.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I said, they have they have the Bureau of Indian Affairs that's overseen by the um, by the Department, uh, the Department of the Interior. They have treaties as a sovereign nation in this country, so they would need could could not be part of our justice claim. They have treaties, the uh, of that uh, they have to be enforced. The treaties of eighteen sixty-five, okay, that need to be enforced. They also owned um black slaves, okay, who so are known as free men. A M A O, not us. They owe freedmen. We're freedmen. M E N. They had freedmen. I'm um, native freedmen. They have the name of their tribe, like Chick-Taw freedmen, Cherokee freedmen, Seminole okay. freedmen. Mm-hmm. They owe them reparations. They were given the top part of um of northern um, Oklahoma, um what is it um I'm sorry um um of um, Oklahoma. Yeah, the top part of northern Oklahoma. Okay, as part of reparations. All right. So now understand the tree, when they keep talking. Yeah. When they talk about black and brown, they talk about Native Americans, that's part of the benign neglect memo that we are putting out all over in 1970 from Patrick Moynihan in New Jersey to the then President Richard Mills House Nixon. where he says that we could, um, that we could um, um, benefit from a, um, a period of benign neglect, where you know they basically listen to us, don't promise us anything and just nod our head, and never get offer or promise us anything by ourselves. Um, Native Americans, Mexican Americans, and Puerto Ricans could be useful. I put that out and I posted it out on Twitter, under my Twitter account, um, at hopper 2 okay? I've also put it out on Fanbase and on my Instagram. I'm telling you now. I'm putting out the entire memo on our Society of Freedmen's website, and I'm also going to post it on Twitter. You have to read the memo. That's why they say black and brown, but you notice that the Latinos never say black and brown. We don't even get brown and black. They are specifically looking for what they need for their people, and I cannot blame them. But we have an ethnicity. First off, we have too many people talking about um, uh, what, what we were. Oh, we're Kamesh. Um, we're from this. We're from that. We're Africans. We are not Africans. Once you were in some place for three generations, you cease to be wherever you came from. Even Africans don't see us. And we had a video of that, of a documentary in Ghana. Most of them don't see us as Africans. They see us as white people. Yeah. they see us as, we've been in yeah. white people. They actually said that from their mouths. Even Obama uh, said it. And that interview that he did. Yeah. Enti-
4: just pause your thought. Even mm-hmm. white people don't see themselves that way. So fourth generation Italians don't see themselves as Italians. They see themselves as Americans first. Like mm-hmm. when I was talking about the Irish at one point, a person who was Irish-Irish from Ireland was like, no, those are Irish-Americans, be clear. They've been there right. for multiple generations. Go ahead from there. I'm sorry, I just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, sorry, one more thing too. And here's a whole nother thing. I was watching this show, uh, Jenny Rivera, Mariposa the Barrio, Hood Butterfly. And there's this whole scene where this woman who is Mexican, who is living in the United States, in Long Beach. And she's telling her son that he shouldn't have married a gringa which means uh, an american like mainly means like white people like white person but the girl was mexican-american her parents was were from mexico she was born here and even his mother made the distinction between the two with her being here in america go ahead that's all i wanted to throw
2: Um, out there (laughs) and my point exactly i'm also highly offended that every time they speak about us in america We have to call ourselves African American or African. This say, oh, you're not American. You don't have a country. Ask anybody from the Caribbean. We'll just use the Caribbean for the moment. Thank Um, you. Do you you call yourself African Jamaican? No, I'm just Jamaican. But I'm like, okay, then, then why do we have to call (laughs) ourselves African American?
4: Yeah, why are Jamaicans lost? Why are Trinidadians lost?
2: Okay, my Mm -hmm. point is we're the only lost
4: tribe. Only Black Americans are a lost tribe. I blame. What was the hustle?
2: Well, let's not even go on pan-Africanism because that's an ideology that's been pushed out because um, it's been pushed out for 80 years. It's been in control of our academia, okay? And it's been in control of our political views. But we finally got over it and we're pushing it out the way. Pan-Africanism never worked because we were the only country practicing it.
6: Mm-hmm. And they have
2: a, Most people do not understand. There's an actual pan-African parliament in Africa. And it's only um, compliance of African nations, okay? Sure. There, n- there are nobody from any diaspora country on the pan-African parliament. They are not right. even going to be recognized. They're only worried about what goes on in the African countries that are in that parliament.
6: Of this course. This is a fact.
2: Well, and well, my I, point is, we, all right. we yeah, have no problem with that. And Af- am Af- help me say, well, you're African. I'm like, Africa is a continent of 54 countries, 3,000 ethnicities, and over 9,000 languages. Wh- which one are you referring to? I will call mm. that out every time. you break it down they said well what about the pan-african flag i'm like that's a flag of nowhere and i said it doesn't Mm -hmm. even mean what everybody they said you change the narrative to make it mean something else i say what is the green you know it's supposed to the land of africa i'm like strange because marcus garvey said it was for the irish and the famine. i said these were in his four interviews and two of the letters that the man wrote us and we have all the receipts i'm like where is your data and they shut up and they back out of the room it's that simple our flag is that the, um, the American flag was not sewn by Betsy Ross. Once again, anything we put out, they steal and they, um, they co op. It was sewn by a 15 year old black slave girl. Okay. That's where the American flag came from. We have our own flag in addition to the American flag. We have the Juneteenth flag. Mm-hmm. Okay. The red, um, the red on the top, the blue on the bottom, and the white star. That's the flag of our freedom. And this is what we're talking about. Everybody always wants to throw that Pan African flag in our face, but it's a flag of subterfuge. It is a flag of nowhere. What country recognizes it? What country do we have? And I'm getting tired of these people talking about, oh, well, we need to we need to organize with all the Africans around the world and recognize that we are Africans. Like, yeah, then we can go to the United Nations as a country. I'm like, what country? Where are your sovereign lands? Who who recognizes your sovereign lands? Where are the borders? Yeah, who's gonna where are take your us Because we need somewhere where is, we.
4: Yeah, Ty, when we do all this shit, who gonna take us in? We need a country to protect us. Cause what oh, they're talking about is some serious shit. So what country yeah. are we going to that's actually gonna protect us and see us mm-hmm. as sovereign people?
2: Well that's that that's that N-Cobra, N and that N Cobra ridiculous Pan-African BS. We are not a sovereign nation in the United States of America. The only sovereign nation within the U.S. are the Native American nations. They closed the Freedmen's Bureau in 1877 because of the Compromise of 1877 so that uh, the Republicans could get their president on board. They left us at the mercy of the Democratic governors of the Black Belt. We all see how that turned out. And this is my Mm -hmm. whole point. Can we please stop the madness? Number two, when people say, like, oh, well, a check is not going to fix us, reparations is not just a check. Reparations, cash payments, okay, direct cash payments to the des- Black descendants of, um, of chattel slavery in America are an important and the most essential engine of reparations. But reparations is also protected class citizenship, okay? And reparations includes the core four, transportation, education, okay, um, housing, and health care. I'll say that again, transportation, education, housing, and health care. That's the core four of any reparations around the world. If you have those core four plus the cash payments and protected class citizenship, now you have full reparations. I, I get tired of talking to people who don't, who can't, um, who read the bill but don't read the bill and all the um, markups that were done because they don't tell you what happened to the bill and who want to come out. And instead of talking to us, the regular black people, like, um, like the citizens and the, um, the intelligent people we are, we have people like Roly Poly Martin, and I'm calling him that because he is a jackass. Talking about, I bet you none of these these these, these, these Negroes have ever read the has even read the bill. I'm like, um, I read every bill and every law carefully. You don't need a goddamn degree to read a bill. All you need to uh, all. all you have to do is be functionally literate to get read a, a computer.
4: bill. Computer. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a computer.
2: You just need to be functionally literate to read a goddamn bill. That's all you need to do. Anything you don't understand, you can sit down and study and translate. I get tired of him talking because he feels the need to insult us and try to belittle us and act like he's so smart, walking around looking like um looking like um those bears from the Disney movie, like you know, on um, Blue the Bear. Pick it up, <laughs> and put it in the pan, bump, bump. I'm really tired of him. I really am. I'm tired of the buck dancing CBC. We need to vote every single one of them out. We I think nah. Starting with Jim Clyburn and um, Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. They've got to go. They've done nothing for us and they will do nothing. They're showing you they're just going to dance around at a at a memorial service for a massacre in Tulsa, okay? A racial massacre of our people, putting the last survivors in freaking Oklahoma City Thunder jerseys and kicks. That's what they want to give us: a box of Newports and Puma sweats. That's all they want to give us. And okay, they're trying not to give us any substantive anything substantive. And Biden actually came out and said it. He doesn't see anything more being done by his office. He's not even sure that Congress is going to move forward. With a stroke of a pen, he could create a job, an executive order, putting together a commission himself that could start Mm -hmm. tomorrow if he wants to. He doesn't do it. He's not going to do it. And anybody that expected that man to do it, you were a fool. Nobody from academia is saying anything. And after that horrible pictures and videos of these jackasses dancing, the Democrats are done. They're done. Anybody that votes Democrat anymore, if you're a black person in America, we already know what you are. We already know who you are. I don't give a damn what Lyndon Baines Johnson. The man is dead. Why do I care what he signed? <laughs> what is it doing for us now, sixty years later? Nothing. People say like, when, when people say, no, nobody here, nobody here is lived. through Jim Crow. I'm like strange, my grandparents, my parents, all lived through Jim Crow. My mother was criminal. born in Jim Crow. Well, yeah. I was born in the last two years of Jim Crow. I was born in 66. Can we stop the madness, please? It is mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. I don't listen to those arguments. If you don't, I, well, well, Michael, you've been with me on Clubhouse, okay? When mm-hmm. we had fools come in the room and try to put up these talking points. How many times have I shredded them so bad they might have deleted their account to high?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, problem, the The issue is, and, and we, we've talked about this before on the show, is that we're so far ahead on discussing these issues that none of this stuff lasts a hot second with us. Right. So I I think, you know, as we as we move forward, we know the Democrats aren't going to help us. We know the Republicans aren't going to help us. So now we have to start talking about being um, being uh, political mercenaries. You pay us, meaning you give us a policy we need, which is reparations, including cash payments to, to individuals and families. Um, or you don't get our vote. Don't give a fuck who you are. We don't give a fuck what your record is. We don't fuck where you're from. We don't give a fuck what color you are. Where are you on reparations and cash payments for individuals and families? That's it.
2: And that's Nothing my, else. My point exactly. And only one politician in America would get my vote for president on that, and that would be uh, Gavin Newsom from California, because of mm-hmm. AB thirty one twenty one. He is the only um, sitting governor and um, Democrat. To sign anything into law mm-hmm. that, that's actually doing a study. So, you talking about
4: actually,
2: Gavin? Too. Yeah, and Gavin. Gavin, Gavin.
4: His ass had to be browbeaten into that one. I wouldn't even go that far with his ass. Hey, but, but he, he did guys, it, though. And, and, it. And, but, that, <laughs> but I live in California and I live mm-hmm. under him, so he is the best of the trash, but he's still trash, too. <laughs> okay, well,
2: can we... at least he's... <laughs> okay he may be the trash, but he's the trash to put into the bill. Let's be honest. <laughs>
4: no, <laughs> politics, I'm not mad at politics it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it, but I live in California and I see how bad it is for Negroes here. Like mm-hmm. thank you, sir, but you still get a cause you got a lot of work to do around here. Cause when <laughs> I walk around, the majority of the homeless people I see look like me. They black. The mm-hmm. majority. You understand? What I'm entire so year, like, so you I like... get what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. flowers for Gavin.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you
4: still got work to do, bitch.
0: Keep pushing. Well, especially because <laughs> especially
4: because yeah. these white these white Republicans want to oust his ass. Like, you know, he's in the middle of like a recall.
2: So he earned he earned
4: another vote for me. I'll vote for him to stay, but I need to mm-hmm. see more after this. He got one vote for that mm-hmm. reparations bill. One, you you get, one.
5: We don't you don't get you don't get allies, life You don't get lifetime
4: interest. you don't get lifetime um loyalty. You get mm-hmm. a vote nope. one.
2: You get and then have, after that, i to get you
4: permanent... with the Janet Jackson. What have you done for Go me
2: lately? Go exactly. ahead, <laughs> Sorry, But we don't have permanent allies anymore. We have permanent interests. I got to be honest. If we sat down, if we could sit down, like say, like um with the um say the Latino, uh, Latino Caucus, the Hispanic Caucus, or the AAPI, and we can work out something where you get what you want, we get what we want, but you have to make sure we get what we want ahead of time. Then I would do it. It's not being mercenary. It's called politics. Politics Mm -hmm. is power, nothing more. And politics Mm -hmm. is trench warfare. Okay, I don't give a damn, like I said, I don't give a damn who we vote for or what they want to do as long as we get ours. And that's what politics is. Mm -hmm. It's a quid pro quo. There's been a lot of quid pro, but not enough damn pro. pro. And all Biden did was he dangled out a carrot and a stick. I want more more carrot and like stick from now on. And that's our problem. Full stop. That's all I'm going to say. Now I'm going to shut the hell up and let Mike take over.
0: And hey, we hey, we we heard from Mud in a minute. Let's let him talk while you figure yeah, that go
4: out. Go ahead.
5: Oh yeah. Um I think uh Jordan was like, I guess this is like evolution as far as like what we've been getting from the left, because I mean they wouldn't even acknowledge that we were actual an actual, you know, viable voting block that it like worth something. Mm-hmm. Um especially like, you know, I mean, looking at this, Bernie Sanders lost in 2016. Everyone told him it was because he didn't have the black vote. And instead of like trying to galvanize, uh, you know, support in our community, he went to the Latinos and during Mm the whole, during the whole primary, the left tried to make it seem like the Latinos were it. And then Mm -hmm. like after Bernie got dropped out, they tried to make it seem like it's the white women in the suburbs that are, you know, going to take Biden over the edge and, they've been running this game ever since the election for the most part. But like, I guess now we're, we're finally getting some honesty from the left. I don't know if this is like going to be a serious pivot that we see the rest of them do because so far he's like the the only person I see that's like being honest about this shit. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, you know, we really look at the left and the thing is, is that, um, it seems like a natural alliance, but they aren't They aren't trying to make the play to get our vote. So if they mm-hmm. start talking like this, things might change. Otherwise, you know, they could do the class reduction and shit, but none of this class stuff that they want to do is, is going to even come through. They're going to fuck around and lose us to the Republicans or yep. uh, the establishment Democrats or whoever wants to jump on it first. They're going to end up
4: losing us to the... Republicans, because the Republicans, one of these one, because okay, so basically, you're not going to get a third party. So one of these parties is going to get taken over, and I think the Republican Party seems more right for a takeover than the Democratic Party, because Democratic Party is just too entrenched. They're just not, they're not having it.
0: I, I, I think at the end of the day. I think the smart move for us and i've mentioned this before is to become again independent voters like a voting mm-hmm. caucus a voting caucus as opposed to creating our own party we're yeah, a voting block within the within the black community right if we because these these over the last 20 30 years these these um presidential uh wins have been skin to the teeth sort of shit. if we can cleave off a bunch of black folks that vote independently and can't be swayed by people like roland martin (laughs) they're gonna have to come to us right we we don't have the money to build a party but if we can have a functional chunk of the black vote that only is only swayed by this stuff then we can win other than that I i don't know what to say
4: listen to who we're talking about we've watched jordan's reporting the only reason jordan is where he is right now is he's because he's issues, been in yeah. the trenches for the past right. like three years he Really deal with Black hood, people.
6: like said, that's
4: why jordan is where he is that and part of it is because he's a jewish man so i feel like a part of that he mm-hmm. understands in his family what happened he gets the reparations part. Hey, hey, same, but Chris, so about it's the, is that, I think it's, so I but I don't think okay. that was enough. I think it was the fact that he spent three years in the trenches. Now he can relate to it and understand it and bring mm-hmm. it all together.
3: I mean, no no, no, no so, this so, man so, is a completely the, different man than I was watch, hey, hey, yo, sis, a year ago. That nigga Jordan would come to watch and ask you like, a regular black, and let you talk and put that shit on this video, like, real shit. Yeah, like, that's why, like, That I, I, that I different. Like
4: things about Jordan. My issue was he was just never going far enough, but this video, he went Doesn't. far enough.
3: He went far enough, finally. Like yeah. it's, far enough. Like, like there's
4: minor me. mistakes, like, with the reparations things with the Native Americans, but that's, that's yeah. My, minuscule.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, a, yeah, this, a shift that's for, this is shit for Jordan. We got to appreciate it for what it is. Hopefully it's a it's a part of a, a larger shift uh, for the left. Hopefully, uh, if not, you know, again, it's got to be on our terms. It can't be we're gonna give you a little bit and shut up. Yeah, okay. I, and I think one of the things is uh, to to close this out um, is that the if the left is gonna do this, they have to talk to activists who are in this movement, mm-hmm. not peripheral to it, or somebody who's just gonna pick it up to be their spokesperson in this space. Right. They, they talk to talk people who are in within this movement who have been on this train for at least a couple of years now. Talk to those people. And that's that. All right. So that's it for the show. Ty, would you like to say anything close to, to say goodbye
2: and where
0: where they can contact you like your email? i email your Twitter, <laughs> Twitter account and all that stuff.
2: Well, like um, I have nothing really to say. I think we pretty much covered this up uh, this subject uh, to death literally mm-hmm. covered it ad nauseum as we do with data and research and facts mm-hmm. but if you want to reach me um the easiest way to find me is on twitter ty harper the number two um at so at ty harper two on twitter and on um clubhouse you can follow me out there i'm also ty harper two on clubhouse and on Fanbase also every tuesday we have the hr 40 reparations and different subjects in newsroom where we get political education on that, on Tuesdays on Clubhouse and on Thursday on Fanbase. So we're not that difficult to find if you really want to find us and you really want to get into um, what we're doing and working. And keep one thing in mind as we're talking, this is not about, oh, we want to get reparations because we um, want it, we need it. We uh, only literally have 12 to 15 years left thanks to the pandemic before we're at zero wealth. We're fighting for our lives right now. We're fighting for our existence. And if that's not enough to get you into the game, and do what we need to do to make this happen, and I have nothing more to say. Thanks. I'm
1: listening to Reset Race, you're now tuned in the Reset Race. Uh, uh. You're listening to Reset Race, you're now tuned in the Reset Race. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them, grill them back on the <laughs> you to reset race. Ados need reparations to make America great. Uh, you're tuned in to reset race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No, you're listening to reset race. Before we start our justice plan, we know what is at stake. Uh. You're tuned in the Reset Race You'll find out really felt justice and really who we fake. Know. On the edge, go back to U.S. Southern plantations. Penny is Jim Crow and mass incarceration. Redlining lynchings, we are old from this nation. You're not about justice if you ain't for reparations. Uh, M.G. the wise one, cousin mother intellectuals. Samantha bringing fire, uh, anti-black repressing uh, you. No permanent friends uh, and no permanent enemies. Uh, the backbone of the country, uh, to win. you need our energy. I, Come on, see, listening the Reset Race you now tuned in the reset race uh uh you listening the reset race You're now tuned in the reset race uh put 'em back on the grill again we grilling them put them back on the grill again we grilling them put them back on the grill again we grilling them. back on the grill again we grilling, <laughs> grill again. We grilling uh in the reset race, Adolphs hey, need reparations to make America to make great. America great. Uh, you're tuned in the reset race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No, you're listening to the reset race. We focused on our justice plan. We know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in the reset race. You'll find out we're really about justice and really who we, we uh, think.
8: Uh, uh, Until you do right by me, everything you think about is going to crumble.
0: Hey, this is M.G. from the Reset Race podcast, where we discuss race, politics, economics and reparations. We wanted to let you know that we started a Patreon. So to support us over there, please go to www.patreon.com slash Network. Again, www.patreon.com slash Network. Thanks. We'll see you over there.